Oh my God, I pulled my pants on inside out. I couldn't tell because the lights were out. Hi there and welcome to Two Fat Mummers. I'm Pauline. And I'm Amy. And welcome to our podcast. We are two single mums and uh, we're here to share some stories about what we get up to and what it's like being single mummers. Um, so we'll just uh, introduce ourselves. So I'm Pauline and um, I have one daughter, Ruby, and been um, on my own for almost eight years. And Amy? And I have been single now uh, for nearly three years. I've got three beautiful children, um, two are adults and one's just started um, high school. So... Yes, and we're going to just sort of fill you in on what it's like to uh, be, do it. Yeah, be two fat mamas, pretty hot and tempting. That's what that stands for. <laughs> Very good uh, play of words. It there. is a little bit because we are women of a more voluptuous uh, physique, wouldn't you say? Yes, I, I, I would uh, agree with you there. Put it this way: we're something like Michelangelo would have painted. <laughs> that kind of physique and you know what we're proud of it and let me tell you it doesn't stop us from getting some um some attention when we go out apart from our amazing personalities yes and interesting offers that we uh receive yeah and we'll tell you more about that as the podcast uh progresses and as we get more into it and we just also part of this podcast is i think that um Firstly, just to give you some background, Amy and I work together, but in the salon, our clients have been living vicariously through us. Through our, yeah. yes, our, our antics and our lives. That's right. And they've been quite enjoying it. So that's how this podcast came about because people were coming in and they wanted to know like what we'd been up to. And there's been some good stories that have been shared. Um, we're both hair, hair, hairstylists and we work in the salon together. And there's been some great stories told across the salon and we've been entertaining the clients and we thought, well, why just have it at the salon? Yeah, and share it with uh, everybody else because I'm sure once you listen um, and if you're a single mummer out there, um, you would really identify with what we've gone through mm -hmm. and the experiences we're having and yeah. um, the feelings that we get. Yeah, and the challenges and, yeah, all of that. Yeah, because so, that, that's how it became for Amy and I. We started sharing, like, you know, the things that we sort of, you know, come across being single mums. So, yeah. And I think what we can, I suppose, where we need to start is at the very start of when you and I first met, really. Yeah, I had her at hello. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> so, yeah, I was actually looking for someone to come in and share my space in the hair salon and... um. Yeah, as it turns out, I'd known Amy's sister for a long time and um, this space came up available in the salon and then I touched base with her sister just knowing that she had a sister. But then we went on to learn that we actually had – our lives were so parallel in so many different uh, ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I I um, reached out to Amy and um, touched base, but instantly we, we kind of really connected and we got each other. Yeah. So um, that's how it was and it's been a really great experience just working together and then we've realised that we actually do support each other along the way. Um, and I think, you know, seeing how we've both grown in, in the last year and, a, year and a half that yeah. we've actually met each other and um, 
not only as as work colleagues yeah. but started to actually um go out yeah. and you know Pauline's introduced me to alter egos which I <laughs> I, I never ever knew anything about yeah. so you know at 45 I'm uh definitely uh having you know some some great experiences with her and um and learning how to um what's the word develop her alter ego <laughs> because I've had one for a long time uh I go out and I will share I am Roxy when I go out and Amy is oh well I I, I start off as Georgie but then I get confused and I <laughs> depends, I... <laughs> depends how the night travels <laughs> she she goes back to Amy occasionally or, or she starts then calling me Pauline I'm like oh, it's Roxy so there's some great stories behind that um as well and just uh, it's good fun because we'll go out and we'll improvise and we'll kind of work with the alter ego and uh, I can be quite um, what's the word? Mm. Uh, I think you 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 just go with the moment basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can improvise really well and I can take <laughs> I can take a moment and milk it and love it and it's kind of a little bit of our own entertainment when we go out really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and sometimes it's fun going out as someone else. Yeah, I think you know. We're mum for, for such a big amount of our time yeah. that it's actually, yeah, get away from that and... Yeah, and, and just be, be someone else. Be someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's how it started. We started working together and very quickly we learnt um, that we, we're connected and we um, and our lives are actually quite parallel in more ways than what we realised. We didn't even know our girls went to the same school. I know. Um, and also we we uh, we were working from home for some time. We sold the family home and we both now live like in another suburb but a, a kilometre away from each other. Um, yeah, so it was, there was just so many things that were like parallel. So, yeah, we, we became work wives pretty quickly. Absolutely. And she very much spoils me. I think she treats me better than what I treat her. That's the truth. <laughs> I do. I leave little gifts for her. <laughs> but um, I, I think, you know, where we could start is actually just giving people a bit of a background of, mm. um, you know, um, what we're, what, when we were married, for how long we were married yeah. for and, yeah. you know, sort of yeah. uh, the breakdown of, our marriages and, yeah. and starting afresh as mm. as single parents. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it's been longer than than you. But um, I was with Ru- Ruby, my daughter Ruby, who's um, eleven and a half. I was with her dad from the age that I was twenty one, um, and then um, my marriage broke down um, when I was forty two. So sort of half of my life, I'd, I'd shared a life with him. And um, we had a night. We had a nice life, and you know, um, I got my beautiful daughter, so that was really good. And then, yeah, and then it's just about learning. I think again about how about being on your own and reestablishing yourself. And I just remember times where I felt like I was walking through fog because I, I had no idea where I was going. It, it shakes your world, um, and then just trying to reclaim who you are again I, I think in a certain yes, way absolutely yeah. yes and then and try and be on, on your own and I and I think for such a long time you know because it is 21 years mm. that you're with someone mm. um and you're a wife yeah and then you become a mother yeah and 
all of a sudden you are on your own yeah. and, and you're still a mother. Yes. But you're no longer a wife. Yeah. And finally, you know, trying to start learning and establishing who you are a per- yeah. as a person because yeah. you never saw yourself in no. that situation. No. And like for us, I know we didn't set out that this was how it was going to end for us. Um, some people choose to be single mums and kudos to them. Some people it happens through misfortune, but, um, yeah, and sometimes yeah. it happens with a breakdown in, in a marriage. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, you know, it it's that, that time where, you like you said, is you're walking through fog. I mean, mm. there, there were mornings where I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, I, I hear you, girlfriend. And... You know, I, I remember, you know, getting up because mm. I had these three kids yep. that would look at me yep. to, to sort of say, hey, are, are we going to be okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they needed that little reassurance, reassurance that, yeah. that we were going to be okay. Yeah. And yeah. They, they would make me... That would get me up in the morning. Yeah, and I think they... I think, I think for me too, that's... My like Ruby was the reason why I did get up because I was so you know you feel so shattered and um and then I also think too like having to parent on my own was a different experience again too because I I felt like for some time I kind of doubted my ability to parent to parent yes and because you're making all those big decisions on your own and decisions that you would normally bounce you know bounce across to your partner or your husband so yeah. Self doubt definitely set in for me as well, oh, and, and as well as your self esteem. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you know when my marriage broke down, the best thing I did for myself was I basically went and saw a psychologist. Yeah, same. Um, and I saw this amazing woman called Julie, and um, you know, uh, it was dealing with my anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with my my grief of, yep. you know what was going on dealing yep. with people having opinions yeah. of what you should do and what you shouldn't do because yep. you had three kids yep. and yeah um and I trying to deal with my own emotions and and trying to deal with my ex basically also yep. um his emotions and yep. and wanting to to make a go yep. of it and yeah um, I, I think that was that was the hardest time. But mm. seeing a psychologist was probably the best thing that I did for me because yeah. I don't think I'd probably be in the situation or the position that I'm in at this present moment yeah. without clearing my head. Yeah, and just having that that party there that um, you know, is is there just for you and just to listen to you? Absolutely, and unbi- unbiased. They don't yeah. know you. They don't yeah. know your 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 husband at the time they don't know your children they don't know your family yeah um so you can be as raw as you can yeah and and there's no judgment yeah yeah you can say whatever and there's there's no judgment yeah i mean there were times i remember I'd, i'd sit there and just cry for the whole session yeah i reckon every client um experienced me crying yeah. the first 12 months yes yeah <laughs> so i had to cry on them um yeah so i get that and i think it also too like for me it changed how i was going to be a mum to ruby because i didn't have her full time after that you know like once everything was sort of organized i 
I didn't have her all of that time and there is a grief behind that about not seeing your child every day. Yeah, we've because, spoken about that. Yeah, yes. because, you know, you um, – I. Amy has her children uh, full time. I'm 100% carer. Yeah, and I'm 50%. And and Ruby does have a good dad that supports her and is very part of very much part of her life. Um, but then when when I, I can clearly remember that moment in my mind of of when she left and how devastated I was. And I knew at that time that being a mum had changed for me then, where yes. I don't get to see my daughter every day and where she has experiences with people and with life and I'm not privy to see yeah, and you're not a part of it and I'm not a part and there's a massive massive grief and then that grief there's anger and all that sort of thing so I you you had your psychologist I also saw um, somebody as well but I had I guess three um, strong women that were my sounding boards and um, I was just talking to one of them the other day she came over and she we, we were talking about it and just thinking, well, how far had I come? But she said way back then, and she herself was a single mum, she said, you'll learn to love the time that you have. And um, I said to her, I, I get what you what you say now because I do enjoy that time. But that, that had to become a learnt thing. And I think that's something we touched on a few weeks ago yeah. about me. You know, I, I'm lucky enough that my, my two older ones, you know, uh, Luke's 21, Cleo's yep. 20, yep. but I still have Mia who's 12. Yeah. Um, and it's finding the time for me, Yeah. you know, yep. um, and not having that, that downtime yep. where everything is quiet yep. and you can just sort of reflect on certain things yep. and, um, and, and catch up on, on what you need to do yeah. for yourself. And on you, yeah, just catch up on you. So that's where I feel now it's kind of worked in my favour. But, um, yeah, I see you that doesn't really have any of that downtime and I, I understand how tricky yeah. that is. So I think, you know, we, you know, it's we've all got our struggles and yeah. I think this is one of the reasons why we decided to do this. Yeah, because we, we, we know we're not alone and we don't want anyone else to feel alone that, out there. Um you know that it goes. You, life does get better. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, and and we can prove that to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but just getting back, uh, I'll just touch on those three women that were instrumental to me. Um, like one of them would check in every single day with me, and then as as I got, um, I guess, stronger emotionally and everything like that, that kind of tapers off a little bit, and then I've got two other very, very good friends that also the same, just checked in, and um, yeah, and I think it's important to have, you know, a network of people if you're lucky enough to, whether that be a friend or Absolutely. family or yes. what have you. Yeah, and I, I was a bit like you. I was very lucky that I, I did have people yeah. who were there who who did check up, you know, who would come over and, you know, uh, take me away. Yeah. Because at the time when I was going through my separation, yeah. We were actually living under the same roof. Yeah, and that's that's and that's really hard. That was that was probably the hardest thing yeah. that that I I went through. Yeah. And I remember, you know, um, he'd moved uh, moved him out of, you know, family the, home, the the, be the bedroom basically. Yes. Yeah. 
and I had Mia in bed with me and yep. I'd put her to sleep. Yeah. And one of my friends lived a few houses down and I would go, I'd walk there. Yeah. And that would be my downtime, yep. getting away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having my breakdowns yep. because I, I, I never wanted my kids to, mm. to hear me or see me break down. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong. It's just what I chose yeah, chose to do. Yeah, that's the European in her <laughs> Me, on the other hand, <clears throat> I blubbered and cried. <laughs> I mean, you've got to be a little bit guarded. But I but I, I actually I actually am not afraid to reveal to Ruby about how I feel. Obviously I, I judge what I what how much I will give her of that. But I think also she needs to understand that, you know. Things get tough sometimes, as we often speak about. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you know. But you know how over dramatic I am. Yes, yeah, I'm she's Greek, over the top. so <laughs> she's a Greek. She's a Greek. I'm Greek. I'm very over the top, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I, I need to to howl and scream. Not scream. I didn't scream, but yeah, yeah. I didn't want to see. I didn't want them to see me as weak. Maybe. No, no. I, I didn't want to scare them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I I wanted. To protect them. Yes. It was the only reason yeah. um, why yeah. I didn't. I yeah. wanted to protect them of from how bad I was feeling yeah. and how how scared I was. Yeah. And that's a really good point because I, 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 the fear was huge. It was the yeah. fear yes. behind, oh, my God, how am I going to do it? How am I going to survive? Um how am I going to work, make it work? Yes. Is yes. my life going to be better than this? Yeah. Is this pain? I used to get this like pain in my chest. My, I, I honestly feel like part of my heart was breaking, you know, for, for a lot of different reasons. But yeah, sometimes it was just like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and that was why I removed, I didn't want them to say that because yeah. like I said, they, they used to look at me for reassurance. Yeah. And I, I had to be strong enough yeah. to look them in the eye and go, and, and I knew deep down inside yeah. that we were going to be okay. Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, you know, because I was a strong woman and yeah. I, I was happy to, to walk away from yeah. my marriage yeah. Yeah. for the reasons why the breakdown had occurred. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, it was protecting them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what mamas do, right? Yeah. That's what you do. It's that primal kind of yeah. thing that happens. So you want to protect them, but they they also save you in a way, don't they? You know, oh. where they did make you get out of bed. And oh, I remember having days where it took every ounce of my strength because of the devastation of it yeah. to, like, get myself to work. And there was days I just didn't want to be there. And I think there's a lot of numbness there. You know, if, if I'm reflecting back, because I'm, I'm going back a little while now, but if I reflect back that you know you feel numb for quite a while yeah yeah because you're in a bit of just denial disbelief absolutely yeah and, and I think it rang you know for me when I went to my GP because I needed to to get my my next referral for yeah my mental health plan yeah we all don't be ashamed <laughs> we've all done it <laughs> and um you know to get my little sessions mm-hmm. and um he he read out what my therapist had mm. actually written and yeah and I cried yeah and it, it was basically Julie my therapist had said to um in this letter that 
I ranged from from apathy mm. to anger mm. to sadness. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was it was so true because yeah. that's there there were times that I was so numb. Yeah. That I would mm. have no feeling. Yeah. I didn't. I had no emotions. Yeah. You know, and that comes down to a preservation thing too, maybe as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think you know it. It's it's probably yeah the most difficult time because mm. you're standing there alone yep. because no one actually understands your your immediate circle. Yep. If they've never been through it, yeah, they can't understand yeah. what yeah what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, and you try to explain to them, and they have no idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was protecting. It, it you go into protective mode yeah. and 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 trying to protect yourself. Yeah. Firstly. Yeah. To be to be there to be there for yeah, your kids. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, it's um, it's difficult. It's it's a, a difficult time, but yeah. you know, um, I knew one thing. I I was confident about that. I would be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just that it's about that trust thing, isn't it? You, you know, know, trust sometimes. and working towards being okay. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's still I'm still trying to be okay. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. we all and are, you know, being the European woman that she is, Amy, <laughs> she's tough as nails, right? But I get a bit feisty. Yeah, she does get feisty, <laughs> and I love it. Um, <laughs> but there's been times where we've come in, and it's just like. It's just hard and it's just like, we'll just know, do you need a hug? Yes. Yeah. I think I've cried on you more than you've cried on me. I love it. Yeah. That's what, at the end of the day, it's what I'm I here buy for. her gifts and she gives me a shoulder to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. It's a win-win it situation. Works, it works. So we, we actually call ourselves um, uh, work wives. Yes. Because, you know, like I was, I think I said earlier, um, it's rare that you get to work with somebody that you get on so well with. Um, and we've just uh, formed this great friendship, um, uh, working relationship. But I tell you what, we're a lot of fun when we go out. Don't you reckon? I think that's that's yeah. That's the truth. That that's the <laughs> truth. You know, because I think when we first started w- working together, like anything, you know, Pauline was uh, you know on her side of the salon, and I was on my side of the salon, and. My my side of the salon got a bit loud at times. Yes, it's uh, and that hasn't changed. Just saying, Amy. Um, I'm often having to say, tone it down over that side, please. But, but not, but not as often. I found. No, no, no. You're getting good. Not as often because yeah. I find now that you want to well, wig on my yeah, conversation. But I think also, you know, as as we've evolved in our in our relationship. Yeah. Our clients have felt the shift also. Yeah, and so there's a lot of merging, isn't there? There's a abs- lot of um, round the salon conversation, which doesn't always happen in every salon. I kind of have um, prided myself on the fact that I like to be inclusive. So when clients are there to be able to everybody to interact, and I think that's nice. Okay. Obviously, you gauge your client um, accordingly. Absolutely. But um, most of the time, it's nice to sort of. Yeah, it has changed actually because we all chat and because they all want to hear the stories too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Amy's got a really good story and like I'll, I'll um 
I'll shut down on my client and I'll be like listening over the other side because that <laughs> that, that, that conversation is way better than what I'm having on the other side of the salon. So, yeah. But I think, you know, I, we started, well, we sort of, I decided to, um, it was time for me to date. Yeah. Um, I think that's how it all really sort of started. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, actually, I think it was more that first time we really went out went together. Out. And then, and then you, we realised how much fun we were together. Well, actually, no. I realised how much fun you were, (laughs) which was absolutely amazing. Um, So, yeah, I suppose, you know, we can uh, definitely touch on that um, with our next uh, podcast at the start of our... um, Two fat mama experiences. That's right. We do. We do want to share with you um, the dating because there are some dating stories. Amy's actually probably got better ones than me. So at the Amy, moment, yeah. I'm living vicariously through her, and only because I've become uh, the serial dater. I think. Yeah. You know, and, and you've probably been there and and a bit over it. Yes. And different stages. Yes. Yeah. But you're understanding the stage I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm supporting that because yeah. I'm living vicariously. I let her do all the legwork. She hears all my tragic stories. Yeah, yeah, and I love them. <laughs> anyway, listeners, we're going to actually wind it up here and uh, we hope you've enjoyed just the introduction about knowing who we are and you'll get to know um, us better as time travels. Um, and we, we hope to bring you some um, some good content and um, some, some inspiring stories of other single mums and um, – We've got our Facebook page, uh, Two Fat Mummers, so please like us and follow us there. We'll be on Instagram and any messages or feedback, we would love to hear from, from you as well. Yeah. yeah. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed and, uh, yeah. yeah, till next time, I suppose. Over and out from Two, Two Fat, Fat Mummers. Mummers.